SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Scott Wetzel will give you a bad taste in your mouth. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Bagels and Bad Beats, it is hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Office of Picks. Email me, go to the uh, website, hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. You can watch us on YouTube. Just go to uh, at Sports Grid Radio and obviously phone calls, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. We'll open them up uh, in a minute or two. A lot to get to this second hour, including a nice little conspiracy with the New England Patriots because I don't trust Bill Belichick as far as you could throw him. And there is a prevailing uh, theory out there, system, little conspiracy about Belichick and the Patriots tanking it. Now, I brought this up a long time ago before the, this coronavirus stuff really became prevalent and, and easy for players to opt out. But uh, there are a number of ways for the New England Patriots to make sure they get the number one draft choice. We'll get into that. And how about the bird brain of Michael Porter Jr.? Gee, what a mope. I, I tell you, these athletes, you know, they have the right to say whatever the fudge they want. You know, this is America. But sometimes... You know, they should just shut up. I mean, you talk about conspiracy. I'm a big conspiracy guy. I get that. But, <clears throat> uh, Mike, you know, take a look in the mirror, brother. The, the world is not flat. Uh, we did land on the moon. You know, women are as smart as men. <clears throat> um, you know, and, and, you know, all these little things that we think of. Uh, no, you know, uh, all right, we'll get into that as well. Uh, and how about uh, good old Antonio Brown? Now, I can't blame him for this, but uh, Lamar Jackson uh, is uh, pleading and preaching for his Baltimore Ravens to sign uh, uh, Antonio, which on the surface, no big deal, I suppose. He's buddies with him and all that other stuff. The bigger picture, really, to me, is not whether Antonio Brown joins the Ravens football-wise. It is how much power does Lamar Jackson, a third-year player, have with the Baltimore Ravens? Because he is making it very clear he wants Antonio Brown on this Baltimore Ravens team. So we will find out in the next month or so if Lamar Jackson has that much pull. Because realistically, nobody wants A.B. We'll talk about all that coming up next. Baby with the bad beats on Thursday morning. You don't know how to tell SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. on a Thursday morning, 14 past the hour, 844-843-6879. Here's Tui Scott Wetzel taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. One, two, three, Dr. Fauci talking about the NFL, basically saying he should keep his nose out of it, which I completely agree. Uh, John Lynch, uh, the San Francisco 49ers, and then uh, Bruce Arians, head coach of the Buccaneers, 
uh, talking about the coronavirus and different situations, and as well as Tom Brady there from Arians uh, talking about how he's uh, uh, getting used to the Buccaneers system without really having any practices under his belt. So that continues to be the main story, obviously, the coronavirus. couple of things. You know, conspiracy, uh, you know, with the anti-patriot factor. And I, listen, I'm buying in. I, I And I mentioned this before the cons- uh, before the virus and everything else. I told you Belichick is tanking this year, doesn't mind it. He sees the light at the end of the tunnel, and that's Trevor Lawrence. He probably thinks he could turn him into Tom Brady number two. Um, I do wonder why he would bring Cam Newton into the fold. But, you know, others would say, well, because Cam sucks. And it makes it look like he's actually trying. It's not like he gave Cam a gazillion dollars. It's not, it doesn't look like, you know, there were 20 other teams going after Newton. So, you know, maybe that's just a good facade to make it seem like he's trying, when in reality he's not. Uh, you know, what about all these players? I mean, think about who, who has opted out for the Patriots. Patrick Chung, veteran guy, stable in his position with the Patriots. Uh, Dante Hightower, stable in his position with the Patriots, veteran guy. Uh, running back Brandon Bolden. Now, running backs are a dime, but doesn't. I get you that. But, you know, he would play to play, he would have played a part in the Patriots this year. And then a couple of others, uh, Marcus Cannon. Now, he, he's uh, got some health issues. They may all legitimately have issues, but you could probably find issues on every single team with every single player if you look deep enough. So I'm not going to use, well, this guy's got this issue and this guy's got that issue and his mother has got this. And, it doesn't matter. You know, go go down the family tree long enough and you'll find an issue. So I'm going to take it for what it is and that you got your best defensive back, your best linebacker, and one of your best running backs all opting out and your right tackle opting out as well. Good luck trying to replace those guys. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know, uh, when is it going to be when, uh, you know, Jared Stidham or, you know, uh, who else? You know, the problem, they don't even have any really impact players, but uh, Stephon Gilmore might be next, right, on the defensive side of the football. So um, I, I could just see Bell. I, I don't trust this guy as far as you could throw him. I really don't. And it's the perfect storm. You know, the Patriot fan has had so much success over the years. They're not going to whine and bitch and moan that much if they, you know, go you know, to the bottom of the barrel. Uh, they'll probably be more concerned of what Tampa Bay and Brady does than what uh, Cam and the Patriots actually do. You have a head coach who doesn't have to worry at all about being fired. You have a head coach who seemingly wants to be there for the long haul. So, and and honestly, you almost can't blame them to tell you the truth. And again, I've said this before. I mean, if you're Belichick and you're trying to win one, two, three Super Bowls over the next, you know, how many more years does he have? Five, six, maybe, depending on how long he wants to hang around. But it's certainly more than just one. And if you know you can get Trevor Lawrence, if you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I do believe he came back to the pack a little bit last year, but if you still, if you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, then there you go. You know, the one thing about last year with with Joe Burrow, he came out of nowhere. There was no number one golden goose, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel player heading into last season. You know, after five, six, seven games, you realize Burrow was the real deal. Then there was, but heading in, there really wasn't. It was more towards this upcoming season with Tua, if you wanted to have one particular player, not Burrow anyway. And I think there were enough detractors with Tua, including myself. Uh, But this year is different. This year, it's obvious Trevor's going to be number one. Uh, So much so that if I'm Lawrence, I'm not even playing. And I think, you know, what we saw a little bit yesterday with Caleb Farley, the defensive back from Virginia Tech, I think he's going to be the first of many. I, I really do. 
when you throw in the virus and not knowing if these teams are going to be playing, not playing, not sure what the uh, configuration is going to be as far as road trips, practices, I could easily, when you get a top, you know, I won't say top 10, but when you get a number one, number two, or even number three draft choice uh, on your football team, if you're that kid's parents, you're saying, what are you doing? Uh, You know, listen, Virginia Tech's not winning any national championship this year. Chances are there's not going to be any bowl games this year. Um, So you're playing just for an ACC championship, and who gives realistically a rat's behind about that? Why risk injury? Why risk getting the virus? Why risk anything knowing you're going to be a top three-round draft choice? And for the case of Farley, he opted out, and I think he's going to be the first of many. I really do. I don't know how these college football coaches are going to be able to sell it to their guys. You know, they probably should just say, well, you actually can, you know, crazy as it sounds, uh, but you can actually get an education here for free. You know, that's really the principle. You're supposed to come here, get an education. And in return for playing football, we're going to not charge you for that education. So you get a free education. I mean, that theoretically is the reason why you go to college. But we all know that's not realistic. So uh, Farley is there to play football. He's going to be a high draft choice, projected a first or second rounder. Why play? And if you're Trevor Lawrence, same thing. If you're, you know, any one of probably 50 to 75 to maybe even 100 players, rounds one, two, three, around 100 players, There's just no reason to play football in college. There isn't. Whether there's a virus or not, when you're that much like on the NFL radar, then why risk injury? So, and with the Patriots and Belichick, I'm telling you, they open up one in five and they start realizing this season is going absolutely nowhere and they get that much closer to Trevor Lawrence. I don't trust Belichick at stinking all in fact chung even told cbs that bill took the news quite well he said okay i get it thanks appreciate it Uh, you want to bring anyone else to your side of the equation go ahead you know i threw that in obviously but uh he didn't seem too upset about it according to patrick chung and you wonder why is that now why is that and as far as the virus goes holy crow this bird brain, did you see uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s comments on uh, Snapchat or whatever, one of those uh, social, I think it was Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. Listen, I, I'm a conspiracy guy. ULL's loyal listeners know that. But he said that the coronavirus, he, he poo-pooed the virus, which I've done, but he poo-pooed it to the point that he says, I, I'm guessing the government, uh, world leaders, since it's not just in the United States, so worldwide leaders are using it uh, for population control, meaning that they're killing people off to have less people in the world. I'm like, whoa, Mike, brother, shut up. Uh, It's being used for population control in just terms of being able to control the masses of people. I mean, the virus, the whole world is being controlled. Yeah, uh, they probably should control your mouth a little bit more because that is as dumb. I mean, really, it, again, the world is flat and we never landed on the moon. I get all those things, but wow, crazy is crazy. Take it with that being SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
LeBron James. Bagels and Bad Beats on a Thursday morning, 844-843-6879. Yep, the NBA is back. How about that? Talking about the, the bubble court. And uh, it is kind of weird. You know, I watched a little bit of the exhibition game. Not a lot, I have to admit. Uh, but I did see some of them, little little clips here and there, and obviously the highlights and stuff. And it is very weird looking. I'm not sure if that's how it's going to be for the regular season. I don't know why it would be any different. But uh, if you've seen these highlights, if if, if you ever watch um, these dopey things they have now on the four letter network, they're so desperate for programming. They put in they they put the uh, uh, the video games on TV, right? And you see the guys play, and the and the athlete they do a pretty good job of making those players actually look like real players. To tell you the truth, I mean it's it's it's, it's pretty remarkable. But obviously, you could tell the difference. But they do a halfway decent job. So then, when you watch the NBA real guys play, it almost looks like you're watching the TK Sports or PK or whatever the fudge it is called sports. It, it's um. I don't know what I don't know if it's the angle. I don't know if it's there's no fans. I don't know if it's they're using different cameras. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's not clear. It just seems like that you're watching phony players on the court. It's very, very bizarre. So I hope it's not that way all the time. I don't know why it would be. You're just in an arena without fans, so you wouldn't think there'd be any major change. But I'm telling you, when you watch it, you will know instantly. I was I was talking to my daughter last night, and she was telling me, you know, it's kind of, they look kind of weird, Dad. And I said, yeah, it kind of looks like you're watching one of those, uh, uh, one of those, what are the TK, whatever, whatever it's called there. I forget what it's called. What is it called, Chris? Um, you know, the uh, the Madden football, which is basketball. It looks like you're watching that. And she's like, oh, that's right. I mean, that's exactly right. And then she couldn't get it out of her head because that's what she, you know, she plays all the time. So. EA, EA, EA Sports. EA, no, but there's a different name for it, not EA Sports. But uh, yeah, but that, in essence, the principle of EA Sports. Um, it's I don't it, because it's it's an overview camera. It's not courtside. I don't know if they're doing that because of the virus, but it's just very very weird. I, I don't know. You'll see if you watch the games tonight. So you got two games tonight. You got Utah and then New Orleans uh, Pelicans, two two and a half point favorites over under twenty four two twenty four and a half. And then the late, that starts at 6.30 Eastern time. Strange start time, but I guess they got to get EA. Uh, yeah, not EA Sports. There's a, there's a TK. Yeah, no, that's not even that. I thought there's a K in there. He's saying eSports, but I, I thought there was like a K in there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have it for you tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> um, but first game is 6.30 Eastern time. And then the late game, Clippers and Lakers, starts at 9 o'clock Eastern time. I guess because these games are on the East Coast that they couldn't start this at 10 o'clock because normally that Laker game would be a, uh, a 10 o'clock start, if not even 10.30 or 11 if it was just a regular season, not a TNT game. So because of that, though, New Orleans-Utah starts at 6.30. They're saying that um, Zion is a game-time decision. He's playing. He's – listen – if you're not betting the Pelicans because you don't want to bet them thinking Zion's not playing, I get that. But I would be absolutely positively shocked if this guy didn't play. He's healthy. He's, what, 22, 21, whatever he is. All right. He's, he spent a week and a half away. 
but he's been with the club for four days now. He's been able to practice a couple of times. There's just no reason in the world to think he's not playing. So um, put in your play now if you like the Pelicans, and I do. I'm, I'm playing the Pelicans. I gave you these rules, and we'll run them down here in a sec, but I am playing the Warlands every single game. I love the over four and a half. You got to lay a little big, minus 145 with FanDuel, but there's just no way in my eyes that the New Orleans Pelicans are not going to win five of these eight games. They got the easiest schedule in the world. They have the NBA behind them. They have the face of the future of the NBA in Zion Williamson, who maybe has a point to prove with all this stuff off the court going on with the court cases and whether he took money uh, before he was supposed to when he went to the Dookie Pukies. So, I mean, just everything. I mean, just everything points to the New Orleans Pelicans. So, I love them tonight laying just two and a half. And, you know, there's a reason why they're the favorite against a team that has, you know, how many, 10 more wins or so than they than they do because they know all the incentive is on New Orleans. And I'm playing the over. I, I, I tell you, I'm very, very surprised the over-under on the second game is only 215 and a half. That is a low number. I gave you the numbers before. Every single, well, not every single one, but uh, a predominant number of NBA games have gone over. And to think that this is not going to go over 215 and a half when neither team realistically is playing for anything. Uh, you may say Anthony Davis might not play, but he said yet yeah, because he got poked in the eye the other day, but he's playing as well. Um, you know, you get poked in the eye. That's one thing. You put some goggles on if you have to. He was, you know, uh, LeBron even sent out a little tweet or whatever saying he looked like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, you know, to resume the season and to him sit on the bench, no. TNT game, no. Everyone watching, no. Same thing with the Pelicans. You know, the NBA, I'm sure the NBA is calling up New Orleans folks and saying, hey, listen, you know, we created this idiotic, moronic system of playing eight regular season games because of you and Zion. So we want you in the postseason. We went out of our way to play these eight games instead of just starting the postseason like we should have done with the top eight teams. But we said, no, we need to get your guy into the playoffs. So get his ass on the court tonight. I guarantee you the NBA folks called the Pelicans and said that. Same thing with LeBron and the Lakers. We're not resuming this season so we can have Anthony Davis not play in the first game back. You want to sit out the second game or third game? Go ahead. But first game back, L.A. Lakers, get his ass on the court. We're making a gazillion dollars. We owe it to TNT and the four-letter network and everyone else that covers, you know, Fox uh, everyone else or ABC that covers uh, the NBA, get these guys on the court. So, again, same thing with the Lakers. If if you're hesitant on playing them, laying four against the Clips because you're not sure if Anthony Davis is going to be playing, he's playing. Love the over in the game, 215 and a half. Uh, not necessarily love it, but I'm playing overs in these games, 224 for the most part, Utah in the world. It's not a blanket over, um, but – you know, for the most part, yes. And how about even tomorrow when you have among the games Washington and Phoenix, 225, and that drop from 227 and a half. Oh, I, I, just, I just don't see any defense being played in these two games. I, I really don't. Like I said, they're basically exhibition games. Uh, you know, the Wiz have a, a, a fighting chance to get into the number eight, nine slot, but they're not playing any defense. So it could be game seven of the NBA finals and they're not playing any defense. So they're going to go up and down the court. 
Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to take the thinking out of this. Stop analyzing whether it's this or that. You know, j- just do a blanket. NHL, which starts on Saturday, love the unders. NBA starts tonight, love the overs. WNBA, as we've seen, is that a correlation? Can you make a correlation between the WNBA, which is, as I pointed out in hour number one, 11 and one over in the 12 games this season so far? Can you say, okay, if the WNBA has a bunch of scoring and they're playing down in Bradenton, Florida, so they're they're not, you know, like Major League Baseball playing all over the place. They, they have that bubble uh, facility as well. Does that play a role? Um, don't know, but those games have been high scoring. So any thought of, well, no fans in the stands, you know, players aren't going to be motivated. They're not going to have any rally. You know, throw that all out the window because the WNBA is playing nothing but high-scoring games. So if the ladies can, there's no reason to think the men won't either. And then again, you throw the factor of nothing really on the line with these games. So, yeah, I, I definitely, definitely play the overs. Oddly enough, I don't know why the NBA did this. I get why they only have two games tonight. You open up with a splash. I get that. But then on Friday, which you would think Friday night, but you know what? I guess they're just limited by how many courts they have. But they do have a couple of courts they could use. But Friday, they only have one, two, three, four, five games. So, and the first one starts at four o'clock. Uh, you get two games at four o'clock. So you have two courts to play. Then you have one at 6.30 and one at eight and one at nine. So they, they could have, you know, realistically played one more, I suppose. I think max would be six if you're not going to start these games at you know, like one o'clock in the afternoon, if you're going to start at six o'clock or four o'clock rather than uh, I guess it's a matter of timing before anything else. I wonder how they're going to do that as far as just cleaning the basketball, cleaning the courts. Are they going to be scrubbing everything down since they're all going to be using the same court? I mean, theoretically, you would think if they're in quarantine, if they're in this bubble and they've all passed the coronavirus test as they have, that you wouldn't really have to be that anal about this. But I'm curious to see the basketballs during timeouts tonight, you know, are they going to be wiping the balls down? Are they going to be wiping, you know, the uh, the backboards down in case uh, they get hit? Or are the referees going to be having gloves on since they're the ones going to be touching the basketball all, all, all the time? Um, curious to see just the parameters of normalcy with the NBA game tonight. I'm guessing they're going to be obviously extra, extra cautious, but uh, I wonder how long that will actually last. And again, if they pass the test, then they really shouldn't have to. Bagels and bad beats. All right, we'll open up the phones, 844-843-6879. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Our toll-free telephone number on Bagels and Bad Beats with yours truly, Scott Wetzel, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, 41 minutes past the hour. Dan Quinn, Mike Rabel, and Ron Rivera, head coaches around the National Football League. So there you go with the Falcons, uh, Tennessee Titans, and uh, Washington 
whatever we're calling them these days, the the Redskins. I, I'm not going to be politically correct. Until they get a real first name or last name or nickname, uh, they're still going to be Redskins. I don't care what the NFL says. So uh, there you go. But talking about the coronavirus, which brings up an interesting conspiracy theory that I failed to get to yesterday. Sometimes the, the brain gets a little scattered here at the 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I tell you, you, always sometimes you wonder, like, you know, is anyone really listening out there? You, you know, but then if you screw up, it, it's always like uh, an alarm for people. So the 2K is what I was thinking of. Thank you very much, all the tweeters and emailers uh, and the guys on Facebook. And I mean that sincerely. You know, anytime I don't know something or say something wrong, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely call me out. So. Uh, I got several people so uh, saying, including Chris Wilson, NBA 2K. That's what I was thinking of. You know, when you turn on NBA games, these preseason games that I've watched, it is identical to like watching NBA 2K. Really, very strange. I'm telling you, I told my daughter, my 15 year old, and she's like, that's it. You know, um, you know, I don't know why. I don't know what cameras they would be using that would be different. You know, it's the camera angles are a little different, but it's very, very bizarre. And you'll see when you watch the games tonight. Hopefully it's not like that because I, I don't know if I can watch an entire game that way. But here's a little, you know, here, here's a pretty good conspiracy theory that is helped out by the fact that everyone seems to hate the Houston Astros, uh, which is amazing because, you know, you had the suspensions come down yesterday on these players and Joe Kelly got eight games, which, again, I'm pretty confident he's going to appeal and win. I, I would be shocked that that wasn't reduced to four games because that's a legitimate eight-game suspension. And that's 12 13% of a 60-game season. But you had Indians pitcher Mike Clevenger coming to his defense. You had Mets pitcher Marcus Stroman coming to his defense. You know, he had a few others, you know, saying, no, don't worry about it, Joe. We got your back, uh, Stroman, in fact, sending out a tweet. Um, MLB siding with protecting a team that openly and knowingly cheated their way to a World Series. He doesn't deserve to be suspended at all, hoping he wins his appeal. Looking forward to seeing you back out there, J.K. I mean, you know, forget it. You know, if Marcus Stroman, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, thought he had any chance of joining the Houston Astros, uh, forget about that. that. That's going out the window. So he's actually gotten a lot of support for being a complete bird brain, for throwing at someone's head. You know, three different players, about six different pitches. It really is amazing how much support. And then acting like an idiot afterwards, it's amazing how much support he's gotten. So when I give you this conspiracy, don't tell me, oh, no, that's not going to happen. That's stupid. Well, I mean, these teams clearly, I, I am amazed. I really am. They really don't like the Houston Astros. Um, you know, they, they really, really, really think that they cheated. It's amazing. Where was this angst? You know, when Alex Rodriguez and Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens were sticking needles in their ass, you know, it, that, to then it was no, yeah, no big deal. But here you steal a couple of signs uh, and, and they, they seem to be, you know, uh, the devils. It's just remarkable. So here's the conspiracy that someone brought up yesterday on Twitter. Good job. Would it be so crazy since they do hate the Astros? That is pretty evident for them to put the virus I know for them to put the virus in the Astros locker room when they come to visit their team. If you're the LA angels that play them a couple of times, you're the Oakland A's play them a few times. You're the Texas Rangers play them three times, you know, 10 games apiece. Um, would it be so crazy? You're the Seattle Mariners and the Mariners probably don't care, but, um, 
because they didn't get screwed out of uh, winning a World Series. Like, you know, maybe Oakland thinks like they did, or maybe they just don't 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 like them. You know, they play them all these times, and they think that they're so much better than everyone else, blah, 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 blah. Would it be so crazy as to think maybe, just maybe, not that they would actually get the virus and spread it all in the locker room. I won't go so far, but maybe, just maybe, the locker room attendant forgets to wipe down the towels. Forgets, or forgets to, to wipe down the benches, forgets to wipe down the lockers, forgets to wipe down the bats and the balls, and forgets to wipe down the faucets, and forgets to wipe down the shower faucets, forgets to wipe down the, the toilet thing or any kind of uh, toiletries that are there. Uh, just, just forget somehow or another. Oops, I forgot. I thought I did it. Gee, you know, I didn't. Really, my bad. I must have got distracted by the baseball game. I was watching the 2017 World Series highlights. I got, I got distracted. Would it be so crazy for a team to purposely try to sabotage the Houston Astros? Not a bad thought. You know, if there were any rivalries, and that's a big if, and unfortunately they're not, outside of Stanky's Red Sox, and that rivalry has died down. It's still there, but not like it was. Uh, Cubs, Cardinals, pretty good. Giants, Dodgers, pretty good. Outside of those three, there really isn't anything worth talking about as far as doing something like this. But, you know, if the Red Sox said, hey, listen, our season is over. We, we, we suck. Uh, between the injuries and the trades, and uh, the off-the-field stuff, uh, you know, losing our skipper last year because of something that happened with another team. You know, we were sitting here with 15 wins in the Stankies. They're going to win a World Series. Our fan base is all pissed off because we suck and the Yankees are great. You know, would it be so crazy if the Red Sox locker room attended? Oh, they're coming in for a series to close out the regular season? Oh, I forgot to wipe down the locker room, Stanky. You caught the virus? No. Really? You know, it, it's funny because we just threw a party in there the other day. We rented out the facility, and, and it's, lo and behold, you you know, you got the virus? Man, who was responsible for cleaning that locker room, guys? You, Joe? Uh, you, the Patriot guys that, you know, were, were responsible for uh, deflating the footballs? You know, you guys now in a Red Sox uniform? You guys are working for the Boston Red Sox now? And we put you in charge of cleaning the rock locker rooms and you forgot? No, really? Could happen. It's not crazy. Not a bad thought. For those of us who live in the conspiracy world, I like that better than the world is flat and that they created the virus for public concern, you know, um, to control the public. You know, if you believe that, you'll believe anything. So, and again, especially with the way these teams have come out and shown that they really don't like the Houston Astros. So would it really be so crazy for them to do something like that? I don't think so. I, I don't think it's that crazy. And that's how you would do it. How would you do it, Scott? How are you going to get the virus? Well, you're not going to get the virus. You're not going to put it in a vial and spread it all over the place. But, you know, could you get 15 people, random 15, and just say, hey, do me a favor. Just uh, hang out in this locker room for an hour or two. Uh, we'll pay you. OK, keep it quiet. Uh, we'll put some food in there. We got the TV on. I got some poker tables. You know, we'll set up shop here. Yeah, fun for a couple of hours. And then you forget to clean up afterwards. That's how you do it. it it's, you know, j just use your brain a little bit and you can come up with some ways 
if you want to be, I know this is crazy. I get it. But again, people hate the Astros. And that's really the main team I'm thinking of. But again, with the Red Sox and Stanks and Cubs and Cardinals, you know, if the Giants are out of it, which they figure to be, and they hate the Dodgers, they want to continue to have the Dodgers continue to lose, you know, spread the virus around. And, you know, the Dodgers lose, you know, three or four of their best players. Wouldn't be so crazy. Not a bad thought. Not a bad thought. Players Union uh, is asking its players now to accept DHs, doubleheaders, not designated hitters, doubleheaders, the old DH, to be two seven-inning games or, worst-case scenario, one nine-inning game and then one seven-inning game. Uh, presumably, the nine-inning game would be first, but I guess it really wouldn't matter. Just in order to get the games over quicker. Uh, they're also asking the players union to accept 30 man rosters, which they have for the first two weeks of the regular season to continue even longer. I don't know why the union would have any issue with that. Uh, as far as the seven inning games, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I know I am a big believer in this is as LeBron said, it's 2020. Um, it, it is what it is. You're just going to have to make sacrifices. You're just going to have to accept that this is a goofy season. And we're going to play only 60 games. As soon as you say 60 games, not 162, that automatically gives you free reign to just implement basically any rule possible just to get these games done. But I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't, uh, listen, I wouldn't yell and scream about it because I'm the same person that's suggesting use a 10-run rule when it comes to the Miami Marlins and other teams for that matter. Seventh inning or later, you're down 10, just end the game. But Boy, it would be kind of weird playing a seven-inning baseball game. Uh, that would really uh, – that would be tough. Uh, that that changes the complexity of the game. It allows the starters to stay in there a little bit longer, eliminates you know a lot of middle relievers who generally suck. You could go from your starter to your closer. It really does change things quite a bit. So I would be against it. But, again, I guess ultimately you got to get these games in. Um, you know, the fact that they are not in a bubble and they didn't want to play these games down in warm weather facilities. They wanted to play these games in the home teams, uh, state and, and stadiums. Uh, and you're just, you know, you have to worry about the weather. You can't go into October playing these games. You don't have two weeks realistically to play with. Maybe you do, you know, you can, you know, uh, roll the dice and hope the weather stays warm in October, but you could be playing in snow and, and you could have world series games literally in November, in, in cold weather cities, it, it, it's tough to do. That's why the 60 games was too much. They, they should, you know, the union cried about this. So the union's going to have to, you know, give in if they feel like this is cheapening the sport. Well, you know what? Then you should have taken 50 games. That, that's the bottom line. You shouldn't have cried for an extra 10 games to get an extra paycheck. You should have accepted just 50, which is what the owners seemingly wanted all along. So you're, you may have to deal. Now, there's not that many double headers, but there might be some. And you might have to deal with a seven-inning doubleheader. Goofy, absolutely, but uh, it is what it is. How about Drew Brees? Um, you know, I haven't seen – I haven't watched for this. Let's put it that way. I've watched a lot of baseball, but I have not – even with the Astros, I've kind of forgotten about it. The two most annoying things to me in sports is Jose Altuve spitting and Drew Brees licking his fingers. God, they do it all the time. It's disgusting, both of them. And uh, Drew Brees was told, you know, by the NFL that, listen, you got to stop doing that. You know, it's a virus that we're worried about spreading and this and that. So he has to actually, you know, consciously now admit that he can't be licking his fingers anymore while playing football. How good is that? 
close-up shop next with a couple of winners. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. couple of stories we didn't have time to get them we'll give you some winners as well and uh, michael who was the one who tweeted in yesterday about that the conspiracy theory tweets and again you only need 10 to 15 people who are asymptomatic but test positive to rub all over the locker room so you know another way you could do it if you actually brought in people that you knew for sure were uh, asymptomatic and had, had the virus so or forget asymptomatic just had the virus in general all right, here's what we're going to do with the boys in Vegas. We got two NBA games tonight. We're going to go three ways. We're going to go Pelicans laying to two and a half, and we're going to play the over in both games, play the overs blindly, all these NBA resumption games. Uh, baseball, we're going to go right back on the Mets after losing yesterday, minus 150. Marty Perez is on the hill for the Bo Sox. He just got torched his first time out. I'm guessing the Mets will be able to do the same. We got three WNBA games. We're going to bet all over. Remember, WNBA 11-1 and one over in their 12 games. And then we have three hockey games, and we're going to bet all under. As the NHL, 6-0 and yesterday, 8-0-1 under so far this resumption preseason, if you will. All right, stories we didn't have a time uh, to get to, but uh, ACC has uh, allowed an 11-game football schedule that includes Notre Dame being part of the conference this year, but no non-conference games out of state. So all those Chick-fil-A kickoff games, Virginia, Georgia, Florida State, West Virginia, North Carolina, Auburn, set for early September, all wiped off the board. Uh, the uh, Pac-12 and Big Ten have their schedule set. SEC said they're going to play a 10-game schedule with no non-conference games. So all those cupcake games all out the window. Vic Beasley is yet to show up for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Damian Williams, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs running back, uh, has uh, opted out. He is not playing this upcoming season. Same thing with the Nate Soldier of the uh, New York Giants. He's got some issues with his family and everything else. So great job by the phone calls, emailers, and tweeters. Nothing but winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Vegas. The Bad Beats with your Scott Wetzel. Have a great Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.